Welcome to Tip Talks, a not-so-average Gen Z perspective on all things life. Every week, we sit and have conversations about any and all things that happen during life's many seasons. I'm your host, Lexi, and on today's episode, we're going to be ringing in the new year together. I wanted to sit and share with you guys some things that I learned in this last year that I think would be really, really helpful for you to take into 2022. But before we get into all that, roll the theme song. everybody if you've never heard my voice before hey what's up hello i'm lexi and if you have heard my voice before thank you so much for stopping by today guys it's 2022 i that doesn't even sound like a real year even when i say it it just doesn't sound real but here we are and we are officially in the new year i'm back at my house right now and so i'm in my old setup for the podcast and so it feels a little bit like homey and nostalgic recording right now and it's also the first episode of the new year so i'm just excited i personally love new years um but not even new years i think i'm just the type of person who i love progression and new beginnings and excitement and surprises and just all new things and so the new year is kind of just a time that we collectively celebrate that so it makes me happy but I'm rambling so for today's episode I wanted to do another pretty chill just sit down talk with you guys type episode so when I was planning out today's episode I was trying to think about how I wanted to structure it for my first episode of the new year you guys know that I'm pretty big on reflection and being present and just taking time to look at moments that have passed and see what we can learn from them and the biggest thing I was trying to decide was how I wanted to do that for you guys I thought about doing a 2021 moment or 2021 reflections and kind of recapping my year with you guys but as fun as that might be for me I don't honestly know how beneficial that would be for other people especially because I know that I enjoy seeing other people's highlight reels and recaps of the year, but I enjoy seeing them more than I enjoy hearing about them. You know what I mean? So so I figured that we would do a little bit of year-long recap, but also I would give you guys some advice and some things that I guess you could just say reminders that I think you should take into the new year. So, yeah. This isn't on my actual list, but before we get into anything, I've seen a lot of jokes and TikToks and uh, social media posts and things talking about, like, walk into 2022 with caution and nobody touch anything and, oh my gosh, Betty White saw something that we didn't and all the different things. And while some of those things are funny and some of those things are true and it's fine to laugh about certain things and laugh it off, I am a really firm believer And the idea that you're going to get out of something what you put in, especially when it comes to things like New Year's and goals and stuff like that, where it's things that are pretty strongly within your control. So I think that if you go into 2022 with the victim mentality and think that everything is against you and that you just have to be holed up and get good moments when you can, I don't think that this is going to be the best year that it can be for you. And so I get it. I know what's happened in the last two years, and I completely understand wanting to proceed with caution. But while proceeding with caution, I don't want that to stop you from doing the things that you want to do and pursuing the things that 
you thought about in these last couple of days or months or whatever. So first thing, I think we all knew this was coming, but my first thing is to reflect because you can't move forward and make progress if you don't know what you're moving away from. I'll keep this one pretty short and sweet because like I said, I feel like I talk about this in almost every episode, but reflection can happen in a lot of different ways and this could be something that you do solo, but this could also be something that you do with a friend or a close loved one. You could do something as simple as writing down highlights and low points of the year. You could look up questions, look up journal prompts. I know one of my favorite brands, we're not really strangers, they have a self-reflection kit. Make this as simple or as elaborate as you want this to be, but in some way, in some form, take time to reflect on the year. Look at highlights and good moments so that you can remember all the good moments and memories. But I would also encourage you to pause and look at the challenging times or growth moments or even painful moments so that you can see what you want to move forward from, but also what you can take away from those moments to challenge yourself with and grow with in this next year. Two, learn productive rest. Now, this might sound a little bit counterintuitive um, because I don't think that productivity and rest are things that typically coincide, but I promise this will make sense in a second. So, There was a weekend where I didn't really have anything that I needed to do. It was a free weekend. I'd done all my homework. I hadn't really made plans with people. And I was like, oh my gosh, I get to just sit and chill. And I spent pretty much all of Friday, I want to say, just watching TV and switching back and forth between TikTok and Instagram and just laying around and being lazy pretty much. Which I guess maybe not lazy because it was needed and taking care of myself, but pretty much just sitting around. And after a couple hours of doing that, I was like, this isn't fun. Like, I'm not having a good time. This is what I feel like I should be doing, but I'm really not having it right now. So then I picked up my journal and I just started journaling. And then that turned into me doing some creative writing, which then turned into me working on some music and writing a song and moving and doing some yoga and just doing a bunch of stuff. And after that, I felt so much more rested than I did in those hours that I was just sitting laying around. So essentially what I have learned is that productive rest is doing the things that fill you to rest rather than sitting around. And I think that you can do this similar to the last one. You can do this as simple or as elaborate as you want it to be. For me, I, because I'm typically going a million places every single day, getting to sit in one place and be at home and just not have to go anywhere that's relaxing to me but while I'm at home I'm doing things that fill me whether that's coloring or editing or drawing or writing or whatever it may be but the things that give me energy and that give me joy that's gonna reset me and fulfill me so learning what productive rest looks like to you three hold life with open hands if you're so focused on your own plans and agendas God can't get anything in and you can't get anything out This is something that God and I wrestled with for a little bit, and I'm not even going to hold you. Um, But when I learned this, and I feel like I truly did to start to hold life with open hands, not only did so many more things happen, but I feel like I was just so much less stressed because I finally understood that it wasn't all about me, but that it also wasn't all up to me. I know that I have a tendency to want to have everything planned out almost 
as detailed as possible and I want to know what's going on I want to have a plan I want to have an agenda I want to know where we're going and when and why and all the different things but when you do that in every single area and you make everything in pen instead of in pencil and you're not open to change you don't leave much room for God to move and the thing about it is that God already knows so much more than we're ever gonna know that's just it And so whatever things that we think in this moment are incredible and fabulous and unchanging and just the best thing ever, it's really not because we are only able to see a corner of a picture when he's able to see the whole thing. You follow me? And so, yeah, I could talk about this for a really long time and give examples, but point being, make your plans, but make them in pencil and when you have your ideas and have your life, don't be so quick to hold on with to don't be so quick to hold on to what you thought was best. Four, release deadlines and supposed tos. I talked about this a little bit in my episode with Sam, but just to elaborate, which also side note, if you haven't listened to that, you really should because that was one of my favorite episodes and I feel like we covered a lot of really good but also fun topics. But basically I said that I had a lot of self-imposed deadlines and things that I felt like I was supposed to do. And so, like I said, I felt like I was supposed to meet all my best friends in college or the relationships that I have are supposed to last for a lifetime up to this point or I'm not supposed to meet new people or I'm supposed to know 100% who I am and have the career I want and the body I want. All It could go a million different ways, but I think letting go of those things... um, Letting go of those things, similar to the third point that I just said, I think just not only helps a lot with stress and anxiety, but it also just makes you so much more present to live life. And when I mean, when I say, and when I say deadlines, I don't mean like deadlines that you have for school or for work, but I mean like having a certain age that you have to do certain things by or having certain moments or ages in times that things have to get done by so whether that I have to be in the best shape of my life by June or I have to meet every single person that I'm ever gonna know by the time I'm in college or just different things like that and with supposed to's it's kind of just going along with what you think society expects of you or what they want from you yeah and it's just like I think I realize if I'm living life according to a plan that is inevitably imperfect, I'm not living the best life that I can. And also because I am so young, I'm not even 20 yet, having those deadlines on myself I felt like was kind of ridiculous because I've talked about this with my friends in a bunch of different areas, but I've said that But for example, if you're going to live until you're 80, like God willing, it's going to be much longer. But if you only live until you're 80 years old and we're all 20 right now, to think that nothing else is going to happen in your life and that you're just going to have every single thing figured out for the next 60 years in this short time that you've been on earth, where the first 10 years you honestly didn't even know what was going on. It just seems a little far-fetched, you know what I mean? And so taking a step back and looking at it in that way and in a bigger picture, that helped me a lot. Five, become infatuated with your own life. 
Um, the term infatuated is something that my friend Bella says to describe things, and I love it. I think it's just very, it's just a really good word. It's like better than, it's not as weird as obsessed, but it's not as simple as um, excited. You know what I mean? I think it's a really good word. Anyway, yeah, be infatuated with your own life. Be obsessed with taking pictures so that you can see things from your own point of view and have them saved later. Be excited to hang out with your friends. Have every single little moment count. Just be so excited about this life that we have and the life that we live. And I know that with how things are right now, this might not look the same for everyone. And this also might not look how it would look in a typical year. So maybe you're not going to be able to go to St. Tropez with a bunch of friends for spring break. But you can all safely hang out social distance or you can all get together and hang out in the back of a parking lot with some ice cream and laugh about high school. There are things that you can do, so don't let what's happening in the world stop you. Please be safe and please be smart, but don't use it as an excuse. Six, learn to want progression rather than chasing perfection. I think... What I realize with this one is that perfection assumes that something is complete and that something is done, it's finished, and it's never going to be touched again. And I don't think that that makes sense when it comes to life because we're always evolving, we're always changing, new things are always happening, and I don't think that there's that many things in life that are going to be complete. And so I think the idea of continuing to grow and change and develop and transform more and more over time and being able to see the differences rather than doing something until it's completely complete. I should come up with another word, but that's the best phrase I have. That made more sense to me. And I hope I'm explaining that well because this one is really, really important to me and it just helps with so much stress that we put on ourselves. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that you understand that. Last one, seven, do it because you love it and you want it to be shared instead of holding it inside of you. With the day and age that we live in where there's so much pressure and expectation to get millions of views and go viral and only do things for clicks and likes and instant gratification I think we can get caught up in that and forget why we do some of the things that we do like we took the picture because we were having a good moment with our friends or we wrote the song because it was an expression of emotion and this doesn't only apply to creative things I think that this applies to pretty much every area in life but Do it because you love it and you have to get it out of you. Don't do it because you want it to be famous or you want it to go viral. You know, what if we, what if instead of focusing on going viral and getting famous and having all these big picture instant gratifications, if we just did it because we love it and did it because it's who we are. I was listening to a podcast and I don't remember who was speaking. It was this guy who was a guest at Vu Church. The speaker was saying, live full so you can die empty. You don't want to die with all of these ideas and potential and great things inside of you. So 
live full so you can die empty. And I think that's a great way to think about it. Not necessarily thinking about dying 24-7, but thinking about doing the things because you want to live full and you have to just get these things out of you because you love them so much. So those are my couple things that I wanted to share with you guys to take into this first week of the new year. I hope that you guys had a happy new year and had a safe and happy holiday with all of your family and friends and loved ones. I'm excited for the things that are coming this year in the podcast and just in general in life and I hope that these first couple days in the new year are really great and impactful for all of you guys. But yeah, with all that being said, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of it and I hope you liked it. And if you did, make sure to come back next week for another episode. And don't forget that Tip Talks has social media so you can interact all week long and get little tips and tricks and pictures and just different things. But the handle everywhere is at Tip Talks Podcast. But yeah, guys, I hope that you have an amazing weekend, an amazing week, and I will see you back here next week for another episode of Tip Talks.